welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, where we are celebrating the last year of gaming on this podcast. Today, Casey and I are going to cover the top five games that we appreciated over the course of the last year. We're going to be dropping mini episodes and cover each game as we make our way up the list. We're going to start with game number five and go all the way down to the game we loved the most in this last year. That said, sit back, relax, and enjoy... Here we are. Our five most loved games. Most loved games. So number four. Number four was, uh, you know, I found that one through four were pretty good locks for me. Number five was a little difficult. How about you? Was four difficult or hard it to come to? It was really clear. I think four is a solid four, and it's one that I love talking about. I One and two were my hardest, and if you, I think people might think I like two more when I make my case, but when I make my case for number one, you're going to understand and respect it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So that said, before we before we get to number one and two, number four is where we're at now. What is your number four most loved game of the last year? My number four most loved game of the year is one I played with you. Really? Yeah. Is it Cuphead? It is Cuphead. <laughs> it is. You're like Cuphead or Spellbreak? Which one? Where's he going with this wild Fabulous card? Fabulous game. Well, I mean, Spellbreak was <laughs> no, all right, joke, joke. but it's I mean, good. Cuphead is a top for sure. contender for sure. I'm so glad you enjoyed that. I love it. I do, that game. man. It's a beautiful game. It's super well made. It's really polished. Uh, having Matt Leone on and talking to him about his experience with the writing on that and the brothers that made the game. The backstory is incredible too. If you don't know the backstory, it's about two brothers grew up wanting to make a video game together and they did it. Like that's it's it's uh, Matt Leone wrote an article on it on Polygon that I highly suggest everyone reads. They did the art for it too. And they just, it's like the little engine that could. They knew they had something and they just loved games. Like, you remember Contra? Yeah. I feel a lot of Contra when I play this game, but it's just this really cool, like, 1930s aesthetic instead. It's the same game, really, if you think about it. It's a run and gun shooter, right? Hmm. Like, some people try to say platformer, but it's it's a run and gun shooter with a really cool backdrop. And I like that it's just boss fights sometimes, and I like that there's a few levels. I would love to see more of the scrambling levels, like a balance of versus that, like having a meteor medium level boss fight at the end of the mm-hmm. platforming, right? I would like to see some of that more so than just the epic, epic boss fights. But the epic <laughs> boss fights are so epic. Yeah, it definitely feels like it's twenty percent actual levels and like eighty percent bosses. Does that feel about right? Right, but you know, you're moving. Like I think of the dragon boss, you know, in World Three, and there's gonna be spoilers on this podcast. I'm, I think we're gonna have to say at this point, like moving forward, if one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let things out. Um, yeah, the dragon boss, you know, you're always moving backwards, right? And you're trying to jump and you feel like you are, you're, pla- you are platforming at the same time as you're shooting. Like the things they're doing, it's just not like a set backdrop. You're still doing the same experience, but you're missing drops and the game fights back with you. And when you lose, it's so painful, right? Cause you think you're making progress. And I always go back <laughs> the bar, man. you know, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. the, bar. the bar, the bar, the one that says, Hey, you just about beat that level. Everyone has felt the experience. And I've said it before. I will say it again this year. The nose touching the end of the line is one of the top <laughs> gaming experience that everyone needs to have because everyone has had it. that played it. You think you got it. And then you're like, no, it's the best. Because everyone, I guarantee, yeah, because of how difficult this game is. But you have fun playing it. Yeah. And it's harder on two players. It's, so, I mean, I think the, the dam- they take less damage or something of that nature, or you do less damage, probably. You do less damage on depending on your perks, right? Remember, there's certain perks some people like to shoot more, or people like uh, accuracy. You were really pushing the different weapons, and so 
when I kept playing that, what I noticed is the one player, the bosses do less too, mm-hmm. where there's like, a, I think of the giant bird boss that you and I fought and the bird, it drops its two, it shoots an egg and its egg will shoot a feather out and it'll break in, or the egg, the egg will break and shoot off three bullets. And if it hits the back mm-hmm. wall, it does nothing. So you could stay back single player with two player. When we tried doing that, the ball split and then it shot up the backside of the screen. So it made a line. You could just coast backwards gotcha. for that's like a simple dodge. It's keeping you off the wall. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, look what you did there, game. <laughs> look at what you did. You got me. You got me good. But it stu- it's interesting that that mechanic stuck with me, mm-hmm. right? Like I can call that out because it was so impactful to, oh, they're trying. They want this to be a co-op experience. Yeah. Right. Like this is a game meant to be played with a friend. I really hope in the future moves on and with COVID status, we need more online uh, co-op with, between friends. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to just be able to fire it up and be like, Hey, you want to play? And you could play with me during COVID. That game is a great couch co-op yeah. and it's so fun. And, and I think one of my favorite parts of that game specifically is the forward momentum that you get as you like beat a level, like you'll beat a level and you'll feel like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I finally beat that. And then what'll eventually happen is like, you'll take two or three bosses at a time and feel like you are God mode. You know what I mean? You feel mm-hmm. like you are in the top of the world. And then what will happen is you'll hit another one of those walls with difficulty spikes where you basically have to keep just retooling your mind to work in a certain way. And I think that the skill sets or the weapon choices are pretty amazing because each one is best in a different situation. So it's teaching you how to play the game over the course of just boss battles, which I think is pretty impressive. It is. It's just a a masterpiece in the style, like the hand drawn. It really pays homage to that old style of like Steamboat Willie cartoons, the black and white cartoons. The, this game's summarized in three simple words for me. One more run. <laughs> like you just want one more. You yeah. can't walk away like, oh, one more, one more. And I like that when your game makes you like, I can't put you down. Like I, I, that, that game does that really well. I, it's a definite buy it. I played it on Switch. Um, Cuphead, I think I bought it on sale in its current price. What do you think Cuphead's worth? Uh, I think Cuphead is a $20 game. It is a $20 game. Ding, 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 ding. And it's definitely worth 20. Yeah. It's worth 40. It's worth 30. It's worth 30. If it's a, it's a must in your library. Yeah. yeah. That's where that game resonates. I played so many good games this year that will be in my personal, like my personal list of best games has changed dramatically. <laughs> that's, and that's good. That's what it's about. It's about figuring out new experiences and pushing the envelope in terms of what we're experiencing. And I had a similar feeling with my fourth game this year because it was unlike anything I have played before. And this is the last of us remastered. Um, yeah, this is my number four game. Uh, this game is something that will stick out in my memory for years to come. Um, It's not a very uplifting game. It's very dire. It's very heavy. Um, The stuff and the content that they're tackling is um, pretty intense. Like to the point where you that opening sequence is basically a horror film and you are trying to do your best to get away from zombies and it does not care. It will cut you to black if you get attacked by a zombie there early. So it really sets up the stakes in an intelligent way to where you know that if you go heads up with a zombie and you are not ready to take that individual on, you're done. And I really thought that that was a smart approach to a game like this because for years... 
you know, you've gone up against zombies and they're basically just cannon fodder for you, right? You just go in and take everybody out. And eventually this game gets there as you continue to level up because at the end, you know, you're basically taking down hordes of enemies. But in the beginning, like this is a horror game and the story that they tell is pretty pretty dire like is it jarring is it like like, oh man that's dark or i mean they will just take out main characters unapologetically which a lot of other games probably wouldn't do you're like oh that guy's gonna come back in three hours i like it when games do that good but i mean they show a scene of of like a character taking his own life and it's like whoa like i've never seen a game get this dark um that said this game left me feeling something I had never felt before. Now, this year, Last of Us 2 has come out. Part 2. Mm-hmm. Last of Us Part 2 has come out. So, how does this compare to that title? I don't know. Hopefully, I can get to Last of Us Part 2 this coming year. Mm-hmm. But what I can say is what this did when it came out is it was something that had never been seen before. Mm-hmm. Been seen before. This came out in 2013. And even today, as you go back, you respect the elements that it is pushing. You respect right. the envelope that is pushing. But what I will say is if you go back and play this game now, it feels like a seven-year-old game. Like, mm-hmm. the character movements feel a little clunky. The animations can sometimes be a little finicky. Um, you know, it just doesn't feel fluid like a new game does. Um, so if you're going to go out and seek this title out, I would suggest doing it, but know that it is going to feel like a dated game at this point. I'm curious as yeah. uh, the story. Yeah, very good. It's I, a, I love it. Not they're not father daughter, but it's a young. It's kind of like a father daughter mm-hmm. relationship, right? Would you paint it that way? So yeah, let's let's spoiler alert for uh, yeah, a game that came you. out that We're came talk out about seven it. years ago. Yeah, yeah. So in the beginning of this game, they've set up Joel, who is the main character. He is in his house with his teenage daughter, and as he makes his way out of the house, the zombie apocalypse begins. They don't know what's going on. They're trying to make their way out of town, and his daughter dies in that process. So as you're getting to know these characters, father, daughter, like you see this teenage girl like perish and it's pretty traumatic at that time. Cut to this main character a couple years later and he is cut off to the world. You know, I love nothing. Like everything is horrible. I'm not going to attach myself to anybody. So when he first meets Ellie in the story, he wants nothing to do with her. Like he is actively trying to get her away from him in to, to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. And through the course of that, he is just a huge jerk like he's an a hat let's be real like he, yeah. like oh no yeah he has a hat with the he has the scarlet letter hat oh, yes no. exactly but like you're just like why is this guy such a jerk and then over the course of the game eventually he creates this bond with ellie to the point where you know you you're pushing through to get ellie to a certain place and then once you get her there you find out that they are basically going to test on her to try to find a cure for humanity. And the character then has to make the decision whether they protect Ellie or whether they let her go because that's been the through point of the entire game. So it is fantastic. It's dark. It's a horror game. And it the stuff that they do in, story, in terms of storytelling is fabulous. Like I said, the gameplay um does feel a little dated the the shooting feels a little dated the scavenging for supplies is a great part that you know you're trying to basically cobble together different pieces to make it to make it all work but ultimately this game is is a play i would say play this game 
if you want a a newer version of it, maybe Last of Us Part Two. But I think this game is so well executed that you'd be missing out on a great narrative experience. Looking it up, it looks to be anywhere from nine to twenty bucks. Yeah, I was gonna say that it's nine dollars at like Best Buy and it's twenty on the uh, digital. I do think too, though. Do you think being a father daughter, you have daughters yourself or dads, right? This is a podcast mm-hmm. for people. You know, parents there maybe trying to play catch up, right? But some of the people listening to this, do you think that makes you appreciate the game a little more? Does that change your view of it? I think so. I mean, I, I think it does. I mean, that's not to say that somebody that doesn't have a daughter isn't going to appreciate this game, but but I right, do think that right. it carries more weight. Um, me being a father for sure. Otherwise, it may just been like, okay, yeah. yeah, bad things happen. But I mean, the way that that this is portrayed is is pretty powerful. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say yes. The one downside to playing this game is, and you're going to see this with a lot of games on my list. This is not a game you can play with your kids in the room. And even no, to some extent, no. I would wait for my significant other to go to bed before I would start playing this game. Um, yeah, just because it yeah. was pretty brutal in spots. Is he a good dad? Is he a dad role model or is he a bad dad? No, he's <laughs> a bad dad. But I, think, <laughs> but I think that is the whole point of the story is like this person is jaded. This guy is a jerk. This guy does not have very re- many redeemable qualities. Like he is killing zombies and other humans alike. And without hesitation, like he is not a good guy. Mm. And I think that that's part of the compelling character arc of this individual. And I believe that this new one that just came out, Last of Us Part Two, which I'm not talking about currently, but I believe they continue to expand on that character and fill in that backstory, which makes me even more excited to play that game this coming year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I'm glad I'm surprised. I'm not surprised because I know that is a game that I've talked among other friends that say it's a must that love it. The next one they've loved too, and they know that um, I had one friend who did say it changed for him after he had a daughter because he played it uh-huh. before he was married. And when it came out, and he said this, I, I he doesn't know. He said I don't know if I could play it again. Yeah, like it's rough. Like he said, it's real rough. It made me feel hard. <laughs> but hey, you know what? It's a good experience. Go go ahead, mm-hmm. play it if you'd like. That wraps up our part four of the different games. Mine was Last of Us. Casey's was Cuphead. That is part four. Uh, you got anything to add, Casey? Just on Twitter, when we put these up, tell us, tell us who had the better game. I think I'd be curious <laughs> to see what the people said. You there tell us. There we go. Yeah. Thank you for joining us while we cover our favorite games of the year. Want more? Follow us on socials in the attached description. Check out our website at underpoweredmedia.com. We're chatting in Discord, and feel free to leave us a review. Five stars, please. <laughs>